break out the carrot sticks and natural yogurt. No artificial hormones added. It's time for the Doctor's Nutrition Show. Dr. Lewis and Janet have a long history of helping people achieve their maximum potential. While Janet is a certified natural health consultant with a unique perspective of alternative and complementary nutrition. Dr. Lewis stays current on the latest research pertaining to nutritional supplements and optimum health. Paramount to their educational journey was their trip to China while studying Chinese medical doctors. Dr. Lewis and Janet know the importance of proper nutrition in the healing process and maintenance of the human body. Get ready to gain a healthy perspective on life. This is the Doctor's Nutrition Show. Hello and welcome to the Pro Health IQ podcast. I am Janet Lewis. And I'm Dr. Lewis. And we're here to help you take the guesswork out of what's missing with your nutrition and health. We have a very exciting show for you today. It is on cholesterol, the sticky truth about cholesterol. And to learn more about what we do, please go to our website at ProHealthIQ, which is pretty well spelled out, dot com, where you can find our free health survey products, blogs, and all of our past shows. Uh, we've done a cholesterol show a long time ago, but Dr. Lewis feels like it is important at this time because of all the things he's been reading and all of the patients' questions about um, their cholesterol and all the doctors um, giving you stuff for cholesterol that possibly we need another show now so that we can educate you further so you can make an informed choice. So thank you for listening. And Dr. Lewis, we're going to let you take off and explain what they need to know about it. Well, Janet's going to have to kind of reel me in because I ramble a lot. Um, keep in mind, being a chiropractor, I'm not going to tell you you should or shouldn't do statin drugs. But, you know, I can read from different research articles about uh, some of the side effects that it has. And, you know, my question always was, okay, your doctor wants to lower your cholesterol. Whether that's true, you should or should not. Uh, that's a big question you should answer for yourself. But what are they doing about the underlying cause? And the underlying cause is usually a poor diet with uh, that you're deficient in minerals and sometimes vitamins. Um, and I just want to give you information to kind of give you something to think about. <clears throat> There's more and more um, information that's coming on, and, and it's kind of funny. Sometimes things will sc scroll across Good Morning America and they'll say things, and I look at Janet and say, well, geez, I've been saying that for three decades. Um, uh, this morning it was something, I forget exactly what it was, but something about if you drink a sugary drink while you're eating a meal, it increases your risk of getting fat. Really? <laughs> to me, that's kind <clears> of <throat> crazy that people would just discover that. Uh, it causes the body to store more fat. Well, many, 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 many times the excess cholesterol, which is really not the issue, it's usually excess triglycerides that's caused from those sugary meals and the carbohydrates that we eat, too many carbohydrates. And I want to tell you how to be successful. Um, my friend Debbie says, thanks for the shout out on the 
podcast. It's like, well, geez, if that's all it takes to get such a sweet email, I'll talk and say, hey, Debbie, every time. But that we have so many different people that are just consistent, and that's the key. You find something that works and stick with it. Don't bail out quick. And, you know, we have those quiet ones like Crystal up in Illinois that's been doing this stuff for, I don't know, two, three, four years. And she just gets better and better and better and better. And she'll write sweet emails about how much more, how wonderful she feels. Uh, and we have so many of those, like Sean and Raphael in Arizona, Sylvia in big Atlanta, Texas. Uh, Melanie, she's a quiet one up in Idaho. Lisa and Vic in Nevada. You know, I gave Lisa my cell phone number. She won't even call me. She had a lot of questions. I said, I don't want to answer an email that long. Just call me. She wouldn't do it. And then Rob in Michigan, he said, I don't want to talk to you. You're busy. And But he is consistently taking X amount per month. He's just incredibly uh, consistent. And I want to say that about Rob just because, yeah, women are usually a lot more consistent than men. That's why women generally outlive us. So good deal, Rob. You're in there with a whole bunch of uh, really nice, consistent women. Uh, and Janet takes more than me. But I think cholesterol's a hoax. And I've read books, the cholesterol hoax, the cholesterol lie, the cholesterol or the great cholesterol myth. I think you should all read these books and Decide for yourselves. I'm just going to give you something to think about. Um, <clears throat> statin drugs, and people always ask me about statin drugs. I say, well, I'm not an MD. I'm not going to give you advice on statin drugs. And they say, would you take it? And I'll say, no, there's no way I might get to the underlying cause why cholesterol is high. But the real research says the sweet spot's about 240 to 260. And I just talked to an airline pilot up in Illinois before I did this, and he said, well, it used to be the parameter was up to 300. I said, you're absolutely right. And the lower you get your cholesterol, if you get it low artificially, the less the cholesterol can repair the brain. And what if you start to get amnesia about what all those controls are in your southwest jet? He said, well, I'm not going to take a statin drug. His cholesterol is 233. I said, there's nothing wrong with 233, in my opinion. Your problem is your 256 on your uh, triglycerides. So, folks, it's not always simple as what people make it out to be. Uh, and the other thing is when you're thinking about supplements, there's a big difference in quality. And never use the RDA as your guide because that's just enough to keep you from getting symptoms. Um and when I talk about these different supplements, that has a lot to do with cholesterol. Um, one of the studies said that 800 IUs of good vitamin E, now most of it's not good, folks, but 800 IUs can cut heart attacks by 30 to 50%. Huh, wonder why. Um, the, the one study I've talked about a lot is I think it was 84, 85 studies that said aspirin didn't do anything good for the heart whatsoever. But um, there was a study in 1992 by uh, in Lancet, but it was funded by Bayer Corporation. Y'all get that? Bayer aspirin? Uh, and the makers of Bufferin. It concluded that aspirin reduced the risk of heart attack. Really? Folks, follow the money. Who sponsored it? But what Bear did, they supplied bufferin, which contains a magnesium oxide, and that's even a bad form, or a very, not very well absorbed magnesium. 
And that made your heart look better because we are so deficient in magnesium. Even our government, and I don't really trust our government too much, or I don't think there's a lot of wisdom or intelligence there. They say that the average American diet only gets 40% of the magnesium that we need. Hey, folks, low magnesium, which the government says we have, so it's probably worse than what they say, that can cause high cholesterol. That can cause digestive disturbances, lack of the ability to make digestive enzymes, which that in itself can raise cholesterol. And it has a lot to do with insulin resistance or lack of insulin resistance. So magnesium, it's simple. Uh, I prefer citrate if you're not having two or three trains moving through the tunnel, which Janet's famous for her train story. And magnesium torate or malate uh, if you're you know, pooping two or three times a day. Sorry. Can you say that word? Uh, but I, there, there's so many studies that says an aspirin a day doubles your risk of stroke. There's been many, 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 many studies that says aspirin doesn't do anything for your heart health and actually increases your risk of several different cancers. So sometimes the uh, summary of some of these uh, research articles they kind of leave out the meat of what it should be. So be careful. Uh, the the increase in cancers just from an aspirin a day was uh, pancreas, uterus, thyroid. How many people have had thyroid cancer? Lymphomas, leukemia, and an increase in multiple myeloma who are taking 100 milligrams of aspirin per day. Now, the guy that did that was Cook. So look up Cook and aspirin and Read, read the research yourself. Um, but vitamin E, that's a good one. But you, did you know the vitamin E is usually just uh, tocopherols and you need the tocotrienols? Tocotrienols are like 600 and something times more antioxidant than the regular vitamin E. That's important that you know that. Guess what? It's simple like vitamin C. Poor old vitamin C has been around so long that people just ignore it. It's really, really important to take vitamin C. And yes, that in and of itself because of the antioxidant properties can lower your cholesterol. And again, I don't think cholesterol is that big a deal. And those people that talk to me know I feel that way. So liposomal C because you get 92 to 94% absorption. And we have the best and the most for the money well i have a question and probably you know I, i'm gonna keep it real simple uh you're was, really good what, at, wasn't i oh yeah sure uh-huh thank, yep. you. thank you um so cholesterol is actually your precursor to making bile acids for yep. for digestion yep so would it make sense that if you're on a, a, a statin or a cholesterol lowering uh Drug. prescription yes mm-hmm. that may be part of the indigestion and heartburn and things like that could be actually be caused by the statin drug because you're not producing bile salts to break down foods yeah i'm real yes the answer quick answer is yes i don't like to talk bad about drugs since i'm not an md but uh <clears throat> uh yeah pretty much and there's a lot of studies that says oh well you take these antacids uh, you increase your risk of H. pylori, of ulcers. You increase your risk of osteoporosis. So let me tell you a story. It's off the cholesterol kick, but it's on the kick of an acids and poor digestion. 
<clears throat> had a young lady in here about two or three weeks ago, and I love her dearly, known her all my life. She says, well, I have severe osteoporosis in my hip joints and in my lumbar spine. What do you think? I said, well, you shouldn't have bypassed all that stuff with a stomach bypass so you could lose weight. And I said, I know you didn't tell me about the surgery because you didn't want my opinion on it. So I just kept my mouth shut. But now that you've asked my opinion, I said, without the high acid in your stomach, you cannot, will never digest and assimilate calcium. So you cannot put it in your bones. So low stomach acid means, oh, you're going to get osteoporosis. Low stomach acid means you're not going to digest meat and get the B12 from it, which causes brain shrinkage and dementia, as well as lowered cholesterol can cause dementia. There's so many studies about that. So, oh, did I keep that simple? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. So so basically, <laughs> because we have so many patients that come in here and call on the phone, um, and I, I can't tell you the number of people that tell me they have heartburn and indigestion and and, you know, most of them go, well, what is it you put me on that did that? And most of them had it before they came in here. So I'm wondering, because when we look at their health surveys and they're on a statin drug, they never consider it actually could be the statin drug that's causing the problem to start with. Well, <clears throat> let me see if I can offend everybody out there now. And I offend a lot of people, and I don't mean to. You think the temple of the Holy Spirit is not smart enough to figure all of that out? And the very thing that could help you is the thing that most people suspect. I think the devil, whatever you think the devil is, I think he kills you with a little seed of doubt or fear. And so the very thing you're worried about is the one that if you'd stick with it would get you well. And I don't really mean to offend anybody, but go past your fear and your doubt you can feed your faith you can feed your doubt and here's the deal if you look for the side effects of taking supplements not only are you going to find some bad ones you're going to create them because your fear but if you are positive like these people i mentioned earlier and you look for what's good not only do you find what's good but it's magnified and you actually create more good folks a lot of health is because we have poor thoughts and it's not just throw in the supplements which can help with our thoughts but it's have good thoughts which which can help the assimilation of these supplements well having speaking of good here's something good and it's another sticky cholesterol truth it's estimated that only 20 percent of your blood cholesterol levels come from your diet so eating nutritious, cholesterol-rich foods is not something you should feel guilty about. And how many people are going, I can't eat that because it'll raise my cholesterol? But And even Janet's daddy, and I love him. He is such a sweet, sweet man. Very, very active. 80-year-old, he acts like he's 50. Uh, <clears throat> and he does take a lot of stuff, but he still thinks eggs are bad for cholesterol. Folks, quit believing those lies. Eggs but he drinks not... buttermilk. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty yucky. Uh, my daddy used to say, well, geez, you're enough German. You should like sauerkraut and buttermilk. Yeah. I said, well, I don't like either one. How about beer? Mm -hmm. uh, at 15, that wasn't the right thing to say to your daddy. But um, yeah, So really, you can <laughs> eat uh, a lot of the things that you like and want and not be worried that your cholesterol is going to go up yeah, because it's only 20%. 
And they even had one survey out of South Carolina that adults found no correlation of blood cholesterol levels with so-called bad dietary habits, such as the consumption of red meat, animal fats, butter, eggs, whole milk, bacon, sausage, and cheese. You know, that's true if you have proper enzymes. And, you know, magnesium is one of the big buffers there. It's the kind of a a natural calcium channel blocker. Um, You know, and we treat a lot of people that are paleo primal big meat eaters. And then I have another section of people that are vegans. And, you know, you can eat any way you want. You know, that's okay with me. Uh, and some people have the tendency to need one over the other. I'm more the paleo primal Atkins eat meat. But by and large, the people that are meat eaters with proper digestive enzymes have better looking cholesterol. And again, I don't think that a little bit high on these parameters are bad, but they have better ratios. That's the key. So are you talking about the like our D and mega minerals is something they should take to help uh, balance, I guess, the the acid from eating the meats and that kind of thing? Is that what you're saying, to help cholesterol? Well, I like the all-sign. But, yeah, the, the mega minerals, uh, the zinc and selenium are just incredibly important. Uh, God, I don't know how much we can get into this show. But, yeah, zinc and selenium, I put a lot of people on ThyroBuild, which is a doctor's nutrition product, because of the zinc and selenium. I said, yeah, but it's going to help your cholesterol. It's going to help your digestion. And zinc is and, and selenium are great for helping your immune system uh, be stronger than what it would be. It's very anti-cancer. So, and I say it's not just for that. It, uh, the ThyroBuild could probably help your prostate also. Well, you know, and... and when you talk about helping your cholesterol, many people don't understand that when your LDL, which is the bad cholesterol, is high, that's actually many, a big piece of that is related to hormones like thyroid, like Dr. Lewis is talking about, um, testosterone, all of the the male and female hormones. So getting the hormones correct uh, and balanced will actually make the LDLs lower. So even without you taking a drug that, you know, mask the symptom of making your cholesterol look beautiful, um, you can get your cholesterol numbers back under control by getting the hormones right. And if you're going, well, I don't really know, you know, whether my hormones are right or my cholesterol, what part of it's high or low, that that's why we run the lab so that we're not guessing either because we don't know without actually seeing it on lab. Um, and if you don't know what we do, basically we run, uh, 12 different panels of lab for a very low cost and we do it across the United States so that you and I are neither, or neither one of us are guessing at this point of how to, uh, help treat it. And then the, uh, products that we use here are actually strong enough because they're pharmaceutical grade to move the lab values. And many times I can tell you that just correcting someone's thyroid and hormones has brought their cholesterol levels back into range where they no longer needed the drug to fix it anymore. And it's about 75% of your cholesterol is made in your liver, which goes back to if you're eating the sugar, uh, the simple carbohydrates, then you're putting a burden on your liver also. 
which again, you see that in the metabolic panel that we run, we look at liver enzymes. We're looking for optimal numbers, not just, hey, that's flagged high. Hey, it's really severe at this point, which we address that also. But we're looking for patterns in it and we're looking for optimal. And when you get the numbers optimal, then the other numbers like cholesterol fall back into place. Your good cholesterol being really low, that's getting a great fish oil to help increase that. And that's not like buying it out of a big box store over the counter or something you've seen on a television ad because they show it over and over because they think it works because that person paid a lot of money to put it on TV. Um, And I'm not going to mention the name of it, but I have people come in here all the time, and part of it's got red in the name. So, Thank you. We don't want a yeah. lawsuit. I've, uh. I've got a bottle of that over there. And you know what? If you saw the ratios of the EPA and DHA versus ours, you'd say, oh, my God, I'll never do that again. For the money versus what you theoretically get. Which is, which is what you want. You want a high ratio of EPA to DHA so that you're, um, you're not having to figure out whether or not it's working so uh, yeah i'm not good at ratios and my it frustrates my accountant when he comes in well how do you figure ratios again he says i've told you this several times that's what i've told you about nutrients i'm good at that you're good at numbers uh there's even a study in the journal of the american medical association that said when you artificially lower your cholesterol it increased your risk of early death and the higher cholesterol even up into the 400 range uh, actually, there's people that lived into their 90s with no heart disease at all. So, And there are natural things you can do, do to lower it. Uh, we have a couple of different things we use. One is called Coleast. Um, it lowers it just like a statin drug because you probably, a lot of you have heard of something called red yeast rice. You can probably find red yeast rice in a big box store. The problem is... The active ingredient has been taken out of it so that it doesn't work any longer. Uh, As far as I know, we have the one company that still lets that stay in there because they're they're fighting to keep it. I Um, have MDs that come and get it and take it So instead of their statin drugs. So, I mean, we're very cooperative with the medical profession. Right, right. So, But it's called Coley's. Like I said, some doctors come in here and buy it for themselves because they don't want to be on a statin drug. Uh, another one, because you've heard them nice, and we like the uh, slow-released or sustained-released, where it's releasing a little bit all the time and not so you giving you the big flush. flush. Yeah, don't want no big red flushes. Um, but, it, <laughs> but it's called Niavask. It's in N-I-A-V-A-S-C. And a bottle of that will last you anywhere from two to four months, depending on how much you take of it. But that's a great way to keep your cholesterol in check, too, if you can't be on a statin. Because even red yeast rice can sometimes bother people with a liver problem um, because they need their liver detoxified. But that's another story. Uh, (laughs) But sometimes it bothers them. So they have to do something different like nice. And so there's your options. Yeah. And, you know, we we talked about the vitamin E. But uh, just the vitamin E, which is not as effective as the tocotrienols, but the tocopherols, uh, usually lowers your CRP by 61%, which is uh, about uh, tw- uh, three times more effective than a statin drug. And, uh, you know, the CRP, I tell people all the time, according to the Cleveland Clinic, that's four times better indicator of heart attack or stroke in the future. So Google CRP in Cleveland Clinic. Uh, is there a really good Cardiac. Heart- 
the yeah. cardiac CRP, not yeah. just the straight one, which a lot of your doctors run. Yeah, we do the high sensitivity cardiac specific. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so, yeah, high cholesterol can be a problem, but low cholesterol, in my opinion, uh, is probably more dangerous uh, because the cholesterol is about uh, membrane structure and function, which folks for the women think, oh, the lower your cholesterol, the more you're going to wrinkle. Uh, it's the hormone has a lot to do with hormone receptors, the release of cytokines, which are the anti or the inflammatory cytokines. Uh, it helps you fight off infections and cancers. So when these membranes are uh, starved for cholesterol, it actually can trigger autoimmune diseases. So if you get it under 160 milligrams, uh, you double your risk of brain hemorrhage. You increase your risk of cancers like liver cancer, lung cancer, pancreas, leukemia, cirrhosis, and suicide. Um, I cannot tell you how many men have been brought in here, held by their sweet wife, and uh, guiding him in with the arm, and he's obviously staring off into space and not really here mentally. And they'll say, well, I don't know, about three months ago, he got depressed, lost his energy. And I said, he quit getting an erection, too. And then the guy wakes up and gets a tear in his eye. And they're like, how do you know? I said, you put him on a statin drug. And, again, I don't make advice about what a medical doctor does. But I, I tell him, I said, go talk to your MD about doing something perhaps different because it depletes you of coenzyme Q10, which puts your heart at risk. And it depletes you of all these other minerals like the zinc and selenium. That, that's in a good book called Drug Muggers. For those of you that like to read, that's a really good book. Yeah, it, they say when you're doing a statin drug, you should be supplementing with a minimum of 300 milligrams of CoQ10 a day to compensate. And we actually have a product here just for that. And it's called CoQ10 DMG. And it is one tablet's 300 milligrams. And it's got DMG to help uh, oxygen utilization. It's great for congestive uh, people that have congestive heart failure or that kind of symptoms. Uh, Dr. Lewis, I'm wondering if, you know, we don't have a whole lot of time here left, but um, could you talk a little bit about the NMR profile, which is something people probably have not heard of. Um, yeah. It's something we like to run in our office if somebody says they have a heart problem or it's in their family or they are on a cholesterol-lowering medicine. Yeah. Uh, could you explain what that is different from re- running a regular cholesterol panel? Yeah, it it gives you a lot more information. Uh, It's not, again, so much about how much cholesterol you have, but about the size of the particles. If the particles are above a 21.5 nanometers, that means they're less likely or almost impossible to stick and cause plaque. And it breaks it down to that, and it breaks it down to the apoloprotein A and B, you know, and that can tell us uh, a much more indicative of heart disease or not you know it's a better predictor and we've got the price down pretty low we have a lot of people that opt to do it and if they do have a lot of the bad small particles you know nutritionally we can help with that and then if it's really bad and they have heart disease uh, in their family then i say well you definitely need to see a cardiologist uh, and you know some people do need statin drugs you have to let your md decide that but you want to make that decision based on information and knowledge and wisdom and not just go with this aspirin a day baloney i can't believe that farce is still out there uh i probably take an aspirin every three or four years whether i need one or not but uh, that's me 
Yeah. Uh, and, you know, something just as simple as vitamin C uh, can, or, or lack of vitamin C can cause coronary artery disease, even if you don't have high cholesterol. But even 300 milligrams of vitamin C actually lowers cholesterol 34%. That's just vitamin C. So good nutrition can allow your body to work right, and then your cholesterol can normalize, and you can get your brain back. Oh, and men, cholesterol makes testosterone. That's all needs to be said. How many men are going to throw away their statins now? <laughs> no, don't, don't, don't make any changes with your drugs without your medical doctor's permission and knowledge. You this know, is just please, information. Please don't do that. But so, uh, so you know, when you're talking about that NMR, uh, when we run that panel, if you're on our website at uh, prohealthiq.com, uh, we have the lab panels there that we run, and it's the super panel. You cannot order them directly on the site. You have to call us and talk to us, but and you do need to fill out the health survey that is located in the top right-hand corner uh, because Dr. Lewis likes to see what else you're taking before he... Um, gives you advice about which panel is right some people want to pick out a panel but there may be a better panel for you based on uh, dr lewis's knowledge and expertise of of what he feels is best for you so um when you go on there do make sure you fill it out and submit the health survey to us so that we can call you and get you set up with the right lab and then you won't be guessing about where your sticky cholesterol is coming from anymore so um you want to mention a little bit about children. I know that we had a question about uh, some children having high cholesterol. Is that uh, is that a genetic thing that's happening to them, or why do children now have high cholesterol? Well, most people say it's genetic when it really it's bad uh, eating habits. Uh, I read a thing out of Journal of the Mer- Medical um, Journal of the American Medical Association said that you shouldn't even check kids. I don't necessarily agree with that, but. Uh, because of the diet high in uh, grains and sugars and artificial stuff, uh, you know, the, yes, they can have high cholesterol and high uh, triglycerides and creates insulin resistance. Keep in mind that people that say you should eat whole grains, they generally don't know what they're talking about. They're not that good. They're deficient uh, in so many things. And, and, you know, we've talked about a lot, but it could be a silent copper deficiency. Uh and copper, and you don't want to take copper without being assessed on lab. Please don't do that. But, uh, yeah, it, it's lack of nutrition. And, of course, I'm a big one to put probiotics in there. But you need a good multivitamin. To, to, you know, we sell a whole bunch of them. So I guess the kids are taking them. But and ju- probably just exercise, just getting outside and actually exercising, which is yeah. something we use. We, well, yeah. I'm not going to say my age, but fresh, fresh air and sunshine for a little right. bit of vitamin D. But, you know, it just the copper deficiency can cause uh, elevated homocysteine, which leads you to a higher risk of heart attack and stroke, high cholesterol, uh, inability to detoxify your body, heart disease, uh, insulin resistance, and inability to lose weight. It's, again, don't take copper unless you've had that assessed on lab. So, yeah, watch your kids. I, I think you should have them checked. Well, thank you. And we hope you have learned something today about the sticky truth on cholesterol. We appreciate you listening to our show, and please share this with friends and family that may need the information. Don't just keep it to yourself. So we'll be here again next time on the Pro Health IQ podcast, entertaining you and teaching you all at the same time. You guys have a blessed week.